Morning, folks. I'd like you to open your Bibles today to the book of Judges, chapter 15. Later on, at the time of the wheat harvest, Samson took a young goat and went to visit his wife. He said, I'm going to my wife's room, but the father would not let him go in. I was so sure you hated her, he said, but I gave her to your companion. Isn't her younger sister more attractive? Take her instead. Samson said to them, this time... I have a right to get even with the Philistines. I will really harm them. So he went, uh, so he went out and caught 300 foxes and tied them tail to tail in pairs. Then he fastened a torch to every pair of tails, lit the torches and let the foxes loose in the, in the standing grain of the Philistines. He burned up the whole shocks and standing grain together with the vineyards and olive groves. When the Philistines asked who did this, they were told Samson, the Timite's son, uh, son-in-law, because his wife was given to his companion. So the Philistines went up and burned her and her father to death. Samson said to them, since you've acted like this, I'll swear that I won't stop until I get revenge on you. He attacked them viciously and slaughtered many of them. He went uh, he went down and stayed in a cave at the rock of Etam. The Philistines went up and camped in Judah, spreading out near Lehi. The people of Judah asked, Why have you come to fight us? We have come to take Samson prisoner, they answered, to do to him what he did to us. Then 3,000 men from Judah went down to the cave in the rock of Etam and said to Samson, Don't you realise the Philistines are ruling over us? What have you done to us? He answered, I merely did to them what they did to me. They said to him, We've come to tie you up and to hand you over to the Philistines. Samson said, Swear to me that you won't kill me yourselves. Agreed, they said, they answered. We'll only tie you up and hand you over to them. We will not kill you. So they bound him with new ropes and led him up to the rock. As he approached Lehi, the Philistines came towards him shouting, The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him. The ropes in his arms became like charred flax, and the bindings dropped from his hands. Finding a fresh jawbone of a donkey, he grabbed it and struck down a thousand men. You can just imagine it, can't you? The jawbone of a donkey. Must have been exhausted. Then Samson said, With a donkey's jawbone I've made donkeys of them. With a donkey's jawbone I've killed a thousand men. He was poetic. When he finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone and the place was called Ramath-Lehi because he was very thirsty. He cried to the Lord, You have given your servants this great victory. I must, must I now die of thirst? And fall into the hands of the uncircumcised. 
Then God opened up the hollow place in Lehi and water came out of it. When Samson drank, his strength returned and he was revitalised and he revitalised. The spring was called En Hakor, which is still there in Lehi. Samson led Israel for 20 years in the days of the Philistines. Okay, quite a story. Quite a story. Now, there's another aspect to Samson's life, isn't there? Well, we don't have time to read about all that today. But just to give you a brief recap. Who did he end up marrying? Delilah. Delilah. Was it a problem marriage? It sure was, wasn't it? What people group did Delilah belong to? The Philistines. He was sleeping with the enemy, folks. Literally. We know the story, don't we, about Samson's hair? When his hair was long, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. When his hair was short, the Spirit of the Lord left him. Okay, I won't go into it too much more. Oh, you know what happened at the end of the day? When Samson eventually revealed his secret to his wife, she ratted on him. The Philistines came, cut his hair, took him away, burned his eyes out, and then he was led into the temple. And so jeering him, he said to the boy, take me to the pillars in the temple. He went like that. Committed suicide and took them all down. Okay, let's get into this message. Worldly ways, worldly, worldly ways rule our cities and towns, and it's not meant to be that way. God has a plan to break the enemy's hold, even over Meribah, even over Bealabah, eh? Denali, Avoca. Australia. This plan involves Christians doing warfare and being empowered by God. The amount of Christian influence in the world today is minimal according to what we see in the media. Now some might say that our impact is small but powerful. Someone's got a phone ringing. Pop it on silent please. Some might say that our impact is small but powerful. Samson's impact was large and powerful. Samson had failings. When it came to being manipulated by women, he fell every time. He was far from perfect, but God chose him. The Spirit of God came upon Samson from time to time and he responded to God's power within him. Do you sometimes feel far from perfect? The Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson from time to time, but Christians today, we have the Spirit of God with us all the time, whether our hair is long or short. It's different now, isn't it? 
in the days of the Old Testament, when the Holy Spirit came upon people, he came upon them externally with the hair, Moses with the rod, Elijah and Elisha with the cloak. But it's different now since Christ, now the Holy Spirit comes upon us internally. And it's not just a visitation for an act, for a particular act, but we have the Holy Spirit with us all the time. So, how is your response time? Let's look at it this way. When we have, when we call emergency services, we expect a fast response time, yeah? When we hear from God, do we drop everything and put on the sirens and rush to where God is calling us? When God calls you, go here, minister, here, do this, do that. What is your response time to God like? Samson saw firsthand what the power of God was doing in the world around him. And today we call this a fruitful ministry or a fruitful mission. But what is your response to ministry? When you see the power of God working through you, our call is to help stop worldly rule or fleshly rule. The most effective way to change the world is to see people saved. Wow. The most effective way is to see people saved. When Samson was born, and as he was growing, he realized he was having a lot of strength, and the strength was coming from his hair. He forgot that he was a miracle baby. When we read back in the Bible, we come to realize that Samson's mother was a barren. Manoah's wife was a barren. And the Bible doesn't tell us the name of Samson's, Samson's mother. And she was crying. And people used to laugh at her because she was barren. But God had a plan for her. And that's why the angel of the Lord came to Manoah's wife and told her, you shall give birth to a baby boy. And this boy is not going to be a normal child. He shall be the savior of the Philistines. The Israelites had come to a point of feeling that they have been in a bondage for 40 years. They never thought at any time they'll ever win. They felt time for them to get finished has come. But God had a plan. In the worldly life, the Israelites did not realize that God was with them. But in God's plan, he knew he's going to work away and a miracle. And again, it never stopped there. When Samson was born and as he grew, he felt that he was having a lot of power. And that's why he wanted to exercise all the powers that he had. He never knew getting connected with the Dalilah was going to break his destiny. But that was not the end of his destiny. Although he messed up, God still gave him another chance. In this world, we as Christians, we get saved, 
we do things and we forget that it is the Lord who makes us do that. Christians, we need to have the integrity. We need to give God all the glory. Every miracle that happens, we should not take any glory to ourselves. We should give the glory to the Lord. Remember, our aim is just to accomplish the great commission, the commission of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Israel had been overtaken by the Philistines, but God had a plan to get Israel back. If we could have Hank, uh, Judges 14, 1 to 4, please. <coughs> Folks, Judges 14, 1 to 4. Samson went down to Timnah. He saw there a young Philistine woman. When he returned, he said to his father and mother, I've seen the Philistine woman, Timnah. Now get her ready for me as my wife. His father and mother replied, Isn't there an acceptable woman among your relatives or among our people? Well, now I'll just go back a bit. <clears throat> Uh, must you go to the uncircumcised Philistines to get a wife? But Samson said to his father, Get her back for me. She's the right one for me. Okay. His parents did not know that this was from the Lord, <clears throat> who was seeking an occasion to comfort the Philistines, for at that time they were ruling over Israel. Samson went down to Timnah together with his father and mother. As they approached the vineyards of Timnah, suddenly a young lion came roaring towards him. The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. <clears throat> but he told neither his father nor his mother what he had done. When he went down and talked with a woman and he liked her sometime, some, and he liked her, Sometime later, then she went back to marry. Then he went back to marry her and turned aside to look at the lion's carcass. And in it, he saw a swarm of bees and some honey. He scooped out the honey with his hands and ate as he went along. When he rejoiced, his parents he gave rejoiced his parents. He gave them some, and they ate too. at the four verses yeah. yep okay so God had a plan a plan that took time to carry out a plan that involved people a plan that involved God and a plan this plan succeeded remember the Philistines were ruling Israel God had a plan Samson went to see his wife and found that she'd been given by her father to another man. Because of this, Samson burned down the grain, their grain fields, uh, the olive groves and vineyards, by, try, by tying 300 foxes together in pairs and tying a torch between the tails and letting them loose. All of this, folks, was part of God's plan. 
As God's plan for Maryborough unfolds, we can't see where he's going with it. But we must continue to carry out the works and use the power that he's given to us. At the end of the day, Samson slew a thousand men with the jawbone of a donkey. And Samson ruled Israel for 20 years. Even as Samson fled the safety of the cave, God was in it. When all around is sinking sand, on Christ the solid rock I stand. God's plan is to break the enemy's rule. But you know how God works. He doesn't do things on his own. He uses us to bring down the enemy. That's an awesome point. God has a plan. When we look at the life of Samson's mother, she had given despair. She didn't think that she'll ever have a child. And when she got the child, she thought to herself, she has all the authority on what to do with the child. And she wanted to control the boy. But she didn't know that she could not control him. Samson, on the other side, he felt he was the only boy. He could do what he wanted to do because he felt the world was favoring him. But he forgot God had a plan for him. Remember, when the angel prophesied to Samson's mother, he said, he shall be the one to save the Israelites. The Israelites had lost their faith in God after realizing that Samson had married Delilah. They didn't expect that. And so to them, they had already given a despair and thought that now they are going to be defeated. After staying for 40 years in the bondage, my sister, my brother, you might have been in a problem for over 10 years, for over 20 years, for over two years, for over three hours. It doesn't matter how long it is. But I want to tell you, God has a plan for you. He chose you. He chose me. We are blessed. We are the chosen. So day by day as you live, however how many challenges you are going through, just get to know God has blessed you and he has a plan for you. He doesn't have a plan for you to come and live a life of crime. He has a plan for you to live a life that is worthy and full of his grace. We need to understand God's integrity and his plan for us is always there. Ours is just to keep ourselves waiting for God's plan and wait and see what God has for us. The Israelites felt their hope is gone, but they didn't know God still had a plan. People thought, now that they've given Samson a wife, that is the Philistines, they felt now they are going to win the battle. But God knew and he had to change the order and raise another tactic. In verse 19, we see that Samson was tired and weak. God provided water for him to renew his strength. And I'm wondering, have you ever been tired and weak? 
Have you ever had your strength renewed by the Lord? Samson went on to rule, to rule Israel for a further 20 years. He didn't stop only at one doing one thing for the Lord. He continued on with much more ministry. Are you here for God? Or is God here for you? That's a really interesting question, isn't it? Are you here for God? Or is God here for you? No, we're here for God. Exactly. So what are you drinking from? Are you drinking from the world's supply? Or are you drinking from God's supply? When we drink from God's water, folks, we shall never thirst again. Some of you might even know the hymn, Never Thirst Again. Verse 18 tells us that Samson cried out to the Lord in his time of weakness. When you feel weak, do you cry out to the Lord? When you feel weak, who do you cry out to? It's amazing. The Bible tells us at long last, Samson's hair grew back. Although Delilah cut Samson's hair, and his strength was gone. Samson, he later came to realize he had not accomplished his mission. And so that's why we see he took time and he cried to the Lord. And to have mercy upon him. Most of times we feel our mission in this world is gone. When we become so sick. When troubles are so many, we just say, oh, Lord, I know I'm about to come to you. I pray that even as I come. Who told you your mission has gone? Who told you finished your mission? Remember, Samson's hair grew back. The same way it can happen to you. Being in that challenge is not the end of your faith. It's not the end of your mission. It's an experience. The way Samson's hair grew back and he, became, he received his strength back after crying to the Lord. The same way me and you can pray and cry to the Lord and he will hear us and he will answer us, lift us and use us more for his own glory. No matter how long it takes, get to know God has a plan for you. You may use your physical strength but without God, you will do nothing. We need to hear from God and stop the worldly life. Let us all focus on God in heaven. It took 40 years for Israel to win the battle. The battle is not for us. The battle belongs to the Lord. God's plan for you will never cease. Day by day, get to know God's plan for you will never die. God knows, and that's why he chose you, and you are in God's purpose. Here in Maryborough, I don't know why God has brought us to this city. It's a pity that we don't all come from here. But Lord has brought us here with a purpose. What purpose has God brought you to do here in Maryborough? People may challenge you. People may despise you. People may even hate you. People may even see you as nothing. 
but get to know God's grace is new every day. Be strong in the Lord. Let your faith grow again. Amen. So let's summarize this message. Number one, God has chosen you to help with his work here on earth. Number two, God has a plan. Number three, drink from the living water. And Judges 15, 19 says, When Samson drank, his strength returned and he revived. And that is as much a physical application as also a spiritual application. We drink from the living water, our spirits will be revived. So, let's wrap it up. Have you been equipped to carry out God's plan? Only you know. Have you been baptised in the Holy Spirit? Have you, are you in need of prayer today? And if you are needing prayer, if you are in need of prayer today, don't leave the building without getting that prayer. In fact, I can't, I encourage you even to come to the altar now and to receive a drink of the living water. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks today for this word. Lord, that we see worldly rule all around us and we don't like it, Lord. We don't like operating in the flesh. We don't like to see fleshly things happening. But Lord, you have a plan. You have a good plan. And Lord, I pray that we can get into your plan and we can discover the plan you have for our lives. And Lord, above all, we pray that we can drink from no other water but the living water that comes from God, that comes from Christ, that we shall never thirst again, that our strength shall be renewed and we will soar on wings like eagles. We will rise above the turmoils of this earth and that we will serve you, Lord, with a renewed heart. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.